0: This is Teacher's Talk Radio, and you are listening live.
1: So, hello everybody. Tonight, hopefully, we are going to be talking about if we are uh, teaching and teacher material, uh, how can we hone our skills in order to make splendid improvements, To what extent should I doubt my skills, and do I have to really doubt my skills?
0: This is Teachers Talk Radio, and you are listening live. Tune in live at ttradio.org, or to join in the conversation, download the Podbean app and search Teachers Talk Radio. Follow the hashtag TTRadio. Tune in, talk it out, with Teachers Talk Radio.
1: so hello 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 everybody hopefully you're having a wonderful time i am super delighted to have this opportunity to be talking to you all and hopefully you're going to have a great time talking about teachers this is teachers talk radio i am Fathi and uh, hopefully you are going to have Uh, illuminating discussions around uh, teaching and even language pedagogy and uh, of course I am going to have a guest, a great colleague, a fantastic teacher that I have always learned a lot from and uh, please join in uh, Colin. I am always uh, looking forward to hearing from you, and it's going to be amazing to see what you think and uh, how you, in fact, uh, look at this uh, topic uh, if we are, if you are a teacher material. Because, uh, I mean, uh, I believe uh, there is a saying that says, everybody can be a teacher. And uh, it is possible of course you can be a teacher yet you don't have to be a teacher necessarily Uh, it does not necessarily mean that you should be a teacher since you find teaching fun or cool i believe that there are other items that the teachers or people who are thinking and considering teaching uh take into consideration i believe those those items uh, are also of um, prominent importance because uh, we got to know uh, know what we are doing and because come on teaching is not just something you do for a while and then that's okay of course it's going to be a job a career and uh, people mostly work for like a good 10 20 30 years and that's a long long time uh, perfect and tonight uh you know as the topic suggests we are going to be talking about uh teaching and um how i can make sure that i am a good fit for this job because teaching can be demanding uh and uh, of course and being clear and being like having a clear understanding of what teaching is all about of course can help you find out and uh just find out what you gotta do and uh and you can even make sure that you're heading in the right direction uh every single teacher has a story we all have stories of how we ended up for example teaching uh, i believe uh two weeks three weeks ago i was talking to a colleague and uh, and femi yeah i was talking to femi and he was a doctor and uh that was come on it was crazy and then Uh, He was a doctor and then he found out that, uh, you know, being a doctor is not what he is really passionate about and then uh, he started teaching and he did have a really, really hard time uh, starting teaching and right now he's a teacher, Uh, he's a math teacher, is working for like, I don't know, 10, 12 hours a day and apparently he's happy. Uh, Which is kind of crazy and if you're going to be talking about many different things uh, Should we really doubt our skills? Because speaking of uh, being teacher material, do we really uh, need to be thinking and uh, doubting our skills? Am I really a good fit for this career which happens to be demanding and of course at the same time it can it is really rewarding and you can have a really fun time yet come on it also has its own uh, difficulties and we you're going to be talking about how we can help other teachers and uh i, I am going to ask my you no know, guest mohsen a number of questions uh about how to become a better teacher how to uh hone your skills uh etc. Uh, the other day I was talking to uh, I believe a colleague. Uh you no, know, I am becoming really, really <laughs> uh, absent minded. I was talking to a colleague and we had honestly a very illuminating discussion. We were talking about uh why teach? Because uh you no know, you go to university, you spend a lot of time, you study, uh you pay for different courses and you take different tests Uh, it's no easy uh, becoming a teacher yet you go through it all because you believe that uh, you can teach and you can change lives I don't know maybe I am a little too idealistic yet I believe uh, that's how I mean that's how you can have fun because come on you're going to meet people and teach every single day and and god knows it can be mind-blowing because you're going to teach the same thing every single day and only god knows how infuriating it can be uh to teach and uh, and don't like it so uh, i believe teachers who are inspiring the ones who can change lives are the people who are so idealistic and they think of teaching uh, as a platform or a career by which they can change lives. Uh, And yeah, and I believe this is what I truly believe. So everybody, please join us and uh, let me know what you think. Uh, you can uh, comment your uh, fantastic thoughts down there in the uh, you know, uh, message part, I assume. And uh, if you want to call in and let me know what you think, you're more than welcome to do so. And uh, you can follow us on Teachers Talk Radio uh, and uh, on uh, Twitter. And you can also follow me, HottyFatty18, on Twitter. So let's go and let's move on. And uh, right now, I am going to be uh, talking ag- again about Teaching Outside the Box by Luann Johnson, a book that I believe people who know me uh, can simply uh, remind uh, me of uh, working really hard and uh, and those are stuff that uh, Luann Johnson always talks about. Uh, There is a great code. uh, There's a great part that I am going to uh, talk about right now. Luan Jensen says that if you help your students believe that they can be helpful, they can be, I'm sorry, they can be successful, and there is a possibility that you can make it, then uh, your students can, uh, can work really hard, and that's how you can bring out the best in them. And I believe uh, it is of paramount importance because uh, if you don't like what you're doing, uh, of course, you're not going to be inspiring. And when you're not as inspiring, you can't have a class in which uh, students can thrive and uh, and then uh, work and learn and many, 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 many different things so uh, in almost i believe uh five ten minutes i am going to ask my uh, fantastic guests to join yet prior to that let's go for the news and uh, let's go for it for uh i believe five six seven eight minutes afterwards i am going to ask my guest to join in and i promise you it is going to be one hell of a conversation so let's go for the news afterwards we will have a lot to talk about
0: This episode of Teachers Talk Radio has been made possible with support from Witherslack Group, the UK's leading provider of SEN education and care. They're here to support you too through an a growing offer of free resources, including webinars, podcasts, articles, and events aimed at supporting teaching professionals like you. Visit their website at www.witherslackgroup.co.uk to find out more. Imagine a world where you were free to focus on sparking curiosity in your students and giving them access to the awe and wonder of learning. A world where you were supported to deliver a truly personalised education to help all your learners achieve their potential. No need to imagine it, because that's exactly what the Oxford Smart Curriculum Service delivers. Seamlessly integrating curriculum, resources, assessment, next steps and professional development This is Teachers Talk Radio and this is Teachers Talk Radio News with Gail Glenn.
2: New research conducted by the education charity Magic Breakfast has shown a patchwork of free school breakfast provision is leading some children to come to school hungry. The charity has called for an urgent £75 million funding boost for school breakfasts in England and a similar amount from the Scottish Government. Currently, Wales is the only UK nation with a countrywide, centrally funded free breakfast provision. The NAHT, School Leaders Union, General Secretary Paul Whiteman said, we agree That more funding is urgently needed to combat child hunger and that improving breakfast club provision for pupils could be an important part of that effort. Hunger is a real concern for school staff who regularly see children arriving in the morning without having eaten and therefore not ready to learn. Research carried out by AIRLY shows that 97% of UK schools monitored in the Let School Breathes project experienced levels of PM 2.5 that exceeded the safe norms set out by the World Health Organisation. AIRLY started installing air pollution sensors in schools across the UK in April 2021. A spokesperson for AIRLY Pupils are exposed to high concentrations of NO2 and PM2.5, mainly during travel to school and in school playgrounds. Early's outdoor monitors have been positioned in such a way to be able to determine what kind of air students breathe when they are near the school building. Thanks to the data we have collected, we know the situation is far from perfect but the first step towards pollution-free schools has been made. This has been your latest Teachers Talk Radio News with Gail Glenn.
0: This is Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods, your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio.
3: Hello, this term is known to be one of the hardest. When we're distracted and tired, it's easy to make a mistake and fall for a scam. There are loads of scams out there, but the use of subdomains to give a fake sense of security is one scam that a lot of people fall for. In the interest of keeping you, your family and your friends safe over the next two episodes, I'm going to explain the fake bank message scan and how it can look so believable. First up, we need to discuss how data travels over the internet. If you explore an internet address, let's take Teachers Talk Radio as our example, HTTPS www.ttradio.org. There are basically four parts. HTTPS, this is Hypertext Transfer Protocol, with the S standing for secure protocols are used for data transfer. The HTTP protocol allows the transmission of HTML or hypertext markup language from a web server to your computer. In basic terms it lets a web page be requested and viewed. The confusion here is the secure version. Some believe that seeing a site is HTTPS and has a little padlock in the address bar means that you are protected. To some extent this is true. However the security certificate for a site simply encrypts or scrambles the transmission so if it's intercepted it can't be used. So yes you are secure from interception but if the owner of a website is dishonest, you're not safe from them. The next three parts are to do with where the web page resides or the address. Like we need a postcode and house number, your computer needs to know where to look for the information you want. www is the World Wide Web, a huge network of interconnected networks. TT Radio is the name of the website, and .org is the top-level domain. Again, simplifying this, .org domains are kept in a kind of phone book that can be accessed by your internet service provider. So to find TTRadio.org, .org tells you to look in the .org phone book for TT Radio and return where the website is for your browser to download it. Why don't you ask your pupils, family and friends what they believe the padlock and HTTPS means? You may be surprised at the answer you receive. Next time we're going to look at how criminals use this misconception to gain your trust. As always don't forget to check out the TT Radio 2022 Twitter feed. Tell us what you want to know about tech. I'm Steve Woods, and that was Two Minute Tech. Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods. Your Tech Briefing on Teachers Talk Radio.
1: So, welcome back, everybody welcome back everybody so where were we uh as i told you i have a guest the one and only Mohsen, and right now he's with us Uh, he's a teacher he's been teaching for a relatively long time and i told you he's a person that i have always looked up to and learned a lot from we are going to be talking about how he ended up teaching and uh and what I mean, teaching means to him and many other questions. So uh, let me see if I can talk to Mosen Mosen. hi there. And uh, hopefully you can hear me. Can you?
4: Of course, yes. <clears throat> I can hear you loud and clear. And I hope you can hear me as well.
1: Yeah, everything is fantastic. Hello? and Things are looking up. Okay. Hello, hello, and look who's here, the one and only Mohsen. And Mohsen, how's it going? Is everything all right?
4: All right, all right. How can it How can it not be while I spend time with you? Oh, fantastic.
1: CW. So Mohsen, CW. let's cut to the chase. So I am Mohsen, going to ask you to uh, many questions, and, uh, and let's see how things turn out. I am going to start with my very cliched question. Uh, and it may be a little (laughs) uh, too tough to answer to, I don't know. What teaching means to you? Please tell me what you think of teaching and uh, what it means to be a teacher.
4: Uh, since, Since very young age, I have always wished to be a teacher. And I can remember... Uh, when I was student at uh, elementary, even elementary school, junior high school, even high school, I the way I used to practice my lessons uh, was to role model kind of uh, I, I, I I acted them I acted the role of a teacher to myself uh, teaching mm-hmm. some imaginary students, and that that that, <laughs> that has been always. Uh, uh, always, uh, uh, let me say, love to me, and I have always enjoyed spending time with my my student, even even the imaginary one. So uh, while while working while working as a teacher, I'm not really working. I'm just having some fun. So uh, teaching means
1: everything. It's it's just my life. Fantastic, fantastic, really cool. I honestly I am always amazed by the answers that great teachers. Uh, you know, provide me with. And uh, so uh, let me ask you my uh, next question, because I know that you used to be into sports, and I do not mean just doing sports for fun. I know that it was something serious for you, and you wanted to do it for a long time. So please tell me, i mean yeah of course you told me that teaching was a love you always felt like gosh i'm, I'm gonna be a teacher but why did you i mean stop pursuing that dream i'm talking about the sport one and then trying to be a teacher uh,
4: to be honest uh, sport uh, w- was not my cup of tea maybe uh, I-, I couldn't get uh, connected to sports uh, although i did it for a long time it, it was not my type. And I I did a lot of uh, martial arts. I did karate for a long time. And I I was always afraid of getting injured while I was doing that. Uh, Maybe it um, it seems ridiculous while you're doing some sports, some, uh, let's say, violent sports as karate, then of course getting injured is a part of that. Uh, But I I, I don't know, I I, I couldn't uh, get along with it in the end. So, I uh, decided uh, to leave that uh, sport and I started to do some other uh, stuff like weight training, things like that. But uh, at the end of the day, <laughs> I, I came to believe that it was not my type uh, either. Mm-hmm. So I uh, oh. just continued my way uh, to uh, learn new things like uh, English and uh, other stuff like Uh, especially my favorite, uh, let's say, field, physics. I uh, Mm -hmm. spent a lot of time on them, and I found them more fascinating, to be honest.
1: Mm -hmm. Awesome. Great, great, great. So you did karate for a relatively long time, but you somehow deep inside knew that it wasn't your thing. Uh, And uh, and I believe it took you some time to have the courage to say, uh, you know, hold on a second. That's not what I'm gonna be doing for the uh, for the rest of my life. I am going to be doing something that I have always uh, dreamt about. Is that so? Yeah.
4: You nailed it. You nailed it. Definitely. You know, because uh, my my whole family uh, kind of does that sport, and I was kind of dragged into that. But I, I, as, as you told me, I wasn't brave enough to uh, to declare to state that I I wasn't uh, able to do it professionally. So I got courageous enough in the end, and I say I'm not going to continue that anyway.
1: Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'm really happy, honestly, that you did it because uh, you know I have worked with you, and uh, and I know for a fact that you are a teacher, maybe a born teacher, don't know. And uh, when you teach, as you said, you know, you're not just doing your job. You're not accomplishing tasks. You are just having a great deal of fun communicating with people that you truly respect. So honestly, that's what I have uh, always uh, heard and seen uh, while you teaching. So right now, Mohsen, let's go and let's take, uh, you know, uh, uh, no number of more steps because uh, I want you to be talking about uh, teaching. And of course, I, I'm going to be talking about language pedagogy as well. But, uh, but have you ever doubted your, uh, your skills as a teacher? Because you're a born teacher. You happen to be really passionate about what you're doing. So come on, you have it all. But have you ever doubted your skills like teaching and saying, gosh, am I, am I just doing it right? Am I heading in the right direction?
4: Uh, you just reminded me of something that happened like a few years ago, maybe just two years ago, and. Uh... I, I used to uh, work uh, as a teacher, and I, I still work as a teacher. Once I uh, went to one of the classes that uh, it seemed to be, that uh, it seemed that I was the second teacher actually of uh, that class, uh, there was another guy going to that class and the student didn't seem to be very happy with the teacher. So uh, I started to go instead of my colleague, instead of my friend. So, the first session, I uh, as I started to teach uh, in parenthesis, uh, I, I really believe that uh, you can never fer- make the first impression second time. You, you need to start the class in the best way and in the most energetic way possible. So I just had it on my mind and I started to do it and uh, g- guess what? After five minutes, I heard one of my students uh, say to the other one that guys I think we need to change this one as well and oh my God. that was a time oh my God. Uh, I, I, I just I just couldn't continue and I uh, you know, all my passion was gone so I uh, just uh, and, and you know that person didn't uh, didn't want me to hear what she said but actually she didn't make it and she wasn't very did. successful yeah. at that so what I did. what you did yeah, yeah. I, I just heard it and I just couldn't I just couldn't control my thoughts, uh, I couldn't uh, control my feelings and I just stared at her eyes and I said, you don't need to change, you don't need to change me, I, I'm not going to be here the next session and oh uh, God, I, I was frustrated, I was frustrated and I that, that was a time that, uh, you, you can't guess who I talked to. I just came to you, Mr. Fatih, and I I had a conversation with you. And uh, you you told me very, very uh, inspirational. You gave me very inspirational words. And uh, you told me, do your job as a teacher and just do what you're to do. And be sure that uh, it is going to work out. So uh, you you gave me a lot of passion to continue with that class, and I just kept up uh, what I could do. Fantastic. And I went to the class, and I
1: excuse me. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Um, Okay.
4: And I just went to the class the next session, and that student was really sorry about what she had done. But uh, I, I just uh, continued the class in the best way that I could do. And uh, I, I, I will never forget the moment that I am uh, going to tell you about. Uh, it was uh, one class, I was, it was at the end of that class, one session, and I was running an activity. So uh, suddenly my uh, telephone rang, and I had to leave the class for a few seconds. So, as I came back, I saw that the students were uh, raving uh, about the activity and how engaged they were with that. And I, I just told them that the class was over and that we didn't have more time. So, I just wanted to say goodbye. And guess what? They didn't leave the class. So uh, they just mm-hmm. continued uh, the activity and uh, that, that was the moment that I really believed, I, I, I really understood that uh, those bad days can change into good days and uh, yeah. in the previous session I was really frustrated and I didn't want to continue that class. I Just spending time and seeing any of those guys in that class made me feel mm-hmm. uncomfortable but uh,
1: yeah. things change. I mean, uh, I mean, Mohsen, I believe even uh, the born teacher ones uh, also go through tons of ups and downs. And it doesn't matter how experienced or how extraordinary you are and how good you are uh, at your expertise. At the end of the day, you're going to go through a number of challenges. And, uh, and I believe that's what life means and teaching means, uh, you, you'll have good days, you'll have bad days, and you'll have days in the middle, somewhere in the middle. And, uh, and the, the story that you told me, um, I assume honestly, it's traumatic for a teacher, especially for a high achiever, a person who always uh, works really hard and tries at his best. Uh, but, but I mean, it also it also means that there's always plenty of room to improve. Don't you think so? Because, because, uh, most you know, uh, a lot of teachers, a lot of teachers, and, and, and honestly, uh, unfortunately, there are plenty of teachers out there believing that they have it all and there is almost no room to improve. And when you talk to them, uh, and you can see that they pontificate, you know, and they know there's no room to improve and they never look uh, like open minded when it comes to language pedagogy, as if you know, they were at the peak. Uh, however, uh, you and I know it is impossible to be a teacher and think there is nothing to learn. Uh, I mean, that's how, uh, in fact, you create a better atmosphere. That's how you learn that I got to work really hard every single day and read and hone my skills because that's what teaching means. So, so what did you do afterwards, you know, after, you know, these ups and downs, what do you do at the end of the day to hone your skills and be a better version of who you, uh, you are? Uh, a few days ago,
4: I was, uh, watching a video on what makes a great teacher and, uh, the, the very interesting point was that a great teacher is a great learner, and uh, so uh, as you know better than I do, uh, a teacher should uh, learn next to his students; it should not teach them. And uh, that was uh, something that really inspired me, right. and I. I I really decided to learn in, uh, in, in my classes and I look at every class as a learning experience and uh, honest, from time to time I become a robber and I, I try to get ideas from everyone, everything around me, there are lots of ideas, but there are not there are not a lot of people who are going to get them. And uh, so I, I decide to catch these ideas and put them into practice in my classes. And uh, yeah, that is that is what I really do. I always. I try to learn, and I try to look at every single moment of of my life as a learning experience. And uh, I I have to... uh, You you made a point in your uh, words. uh, That we we sometimes become so arrogant, and uh, we believe that we are the only one, we are the best. There is no one, nothing to learn. I, I can remember, I had a friend uh, who was educated in uh, maybe the best university in our country, and uh, he got his PhD in English literature. And once once I was uh, talking to him about, te- about teaching, and of course he was an English teacher, I, I came to believe that uh, that man uh, was a very, very knowledgeable person in terms of uh, English and... Maybe vocabulary, lexical resources, but mm-hmm. uh, he he claimed to be a fantastic teacher. In fact, he was not, and he he mm-hmm. didn't find any room for improvement, and he he was just uh, not not doing it. And that was that was a very sad moment. And I, I, I didn't want to be like that person. Uh, of course, I have uh, respect. I have great respect for him, uh, but. That that is not the way it is, and it is uh, not going to. It it is not going to make any improvement. And uh, as I believe, the the biggest enemy, the biggest enemy of uh, knowledge and uh, science, is uh, not is not uh, not going to learn. Is just believing that you know everything, and that is what is causing the biggest problems
1: absolutely i mean you use the best adjective to uh, i'm going to talk about that it is sad and i believe there is no other adjective that can describe that you know situation better it is really sad to see someone who never even tries to fulfill their potential because they already believe they have it all, and there's no room, no, to improve. Honestly, this is really sad. So let's go for a cheering. Honestly, I am so uh, excited because that was, that was a great definition. It is sad to see someone uh, intentionally uh, not doing the things it takes to uh, improve. Honestly, that was the best definition ever. Of that. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. It was amazing, honestly. It was amazing. Uh, it is genuinely sad. It is really, really, really sad. Okay, so <laughs> right now, let me, must ask you uh, one more question. And right now, let's go back. Uh, no, let's go back in time uh, about the time that you had started your career as a teacher and you had paid your dues. You were not a rookie anymore and you had uh, made a name for yourself. My question is When did you make sure that, oh, yeah, that's what I want to be doing for the rest of my life? I know you told me a passion, you, you had the passion from like high school, but when did you make sure that, yeah, it is not a facade? It is what I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life. I am going to be an educator. When did you make sure?
4: Uh, It was about three years ago and to be honest I just wanted to quit teaching uh, before that. I used to work in a language school uh, with a group of guys like just this guy that I just talked about and who didn't find any room for improvement and uh, there there was a a terrible atmosphere at the time uh, that the, the the language school was not doing very well, and there weren't a lot of students, and the manager was not able to control it, to make it happen. But, uh, I was really devastated because I didn't see the trust. I, they, they didn't trust me, and I mm-hmm. uh, didn't feel that I, I was paid enough attention. So, uh, I decided uh, to change.
1: Oh, uh, unfortunately, Mosin, I cannot hear you really well. I assume there's uh, a problem. Can you hear me? Do you have me? Oh, yeah, right now. it's I, I, uh, I can. Radically...
4: I can't. Get... Oh, yeah uh i did uh, work in some other fields and uh not not English teaching uh my friends uh said that said to me that it was not the right choice to make and uh so oh, unfortunately me, uh, good language is called that it has a yeah, penalty, and I can it's strongly really recommended well. working mm-hmm. in that place. So I decided to give it a shot. I, uh...
1: Oh, I believe, Mosin, there's a problem with your uh, connection because uh, I can I cannot hear you really well. I believe there's a problem with your internet connection. So if you can do something about it, that would be amazing. All right, all right. I believe uh, Mohsen is trying to make it work out. And uh, my question was about how and when, in fact, he made sure that he was great fit for teaching. So Mosen, can you hear me right now? Mosen, do you have my voice? Apparently, you do not. All right. So uh, let's go for.
4: I, I I do. I have your voice. I hope you can hear me as well.
1: I mean, I can hear you well, but honestly, uh, you know, the sound quality is not perfect. I believe there's a problem. So go ahead if you uh, want to answer the question. I believe uh, you know right now it's possible. Let's go. Let's go for the question. Do you still remember the question, Mosen? okay i think it is going to be better now oh it's fantastic so let me you at the question
4: uh...
1: yeah so uh, my question was about you know when you started your career and about the time that you had uh, paid your dues you were not a rookie anymore and you somehow have made a name for yourself so Please tell me about the time that you made sure that, yeah, I'm a teacher and I am going to be an educator for the rest of my life. Uh, That was
4: precisely three years ago. And uh, as I told you, I uh, used to work in another language school that uh, it it was not uh, as good as, as as I expected. And I used to work there for a long time, but I wasn't trusted, uh, to be honest. And I just was a teacher for uh, like eight, nine years. And I, I didn't see the manager and the whole team uh, giving me their trust. And uh, so it was kind of frustrating for me because I didn't see that if I was improving. So uh, I decided to stop being a teacher and I wanted to quit. Then one of my friends uh, told me that I I had made a huge effort uh, in all those years. So he said it was a shame to stop being a teacher and maybe changing the institute would be an option for me at the time. And I, to be honest, gave it some thoughts and I uh, decided to give it a shot. So he gave me some recommendations about some uh, about uh, some different language schools and I took one of them and I think that was one of the greatest decisions I have ever made in my life. So I, uh, I, that was the time I uh, got to know you Mr. Fatih and that, that was a great change in my life. So. That was the time I started to work with some professional people. And then I said to myself that I, am, I, I, that I was going to be a teacher for the rest of my life because I, I, was, I was really enjoying not just doing it,
1: Fantastic, fantastic, really cool, really cool. That was my chance of getting to know you Mohsen, but the story that you just uh, brought up is uh, honestly really inspiring. Uh, Even born teachers, even the ones who are so passionate and they think uh, of teaching as uh, a tool or a platform by which they can enable students thrive, even can go through uh, sticky uh, roads and uh, they end up, feeling frustrated, as you just uh, talked about. And this is, I believe, uh, mostly, at least mostly, uh, because of, of the ambience and the atmosphere and the culture in those language schools. You also talked about trust which I believe is of paramount importance. Trust has never, you know, it's never a trifling matter. Because as a teacher, when you're not trusted, uh, of course, you know it is going to be obvious that uh, you do not even trust yourself, and the result is not going to be something remarkable. Uh, the result is always go- going to be something downright terrible because you don't believe in yourself. That sense of self-efficacy will never be there, and the result is not going to be great. Uh, All right, all right. So, uh, Morsen, do you still have my voice? Yes, yes, I I do have your voice loud and clear. Fantastic, but I believe there is a delay. Anyways, uh, so right now, uh, Morsen, I've got uh, one more question for you. And this question, I believe, is mostly about The way you interact with uh, people and with your colleagues and with your students, because uh, I know for a fact that you're so good at forming great relationships with your colleagues, with your teacher, uh, I mean, with your colleagues and with your fellow teachers and with your students. Uh, My question is going to be about how you do it. I mean, is it simply because you are uh, an affable person in nature or is there a technique or, I don't know, an approach that you use in order to uh, make your classes as conducive as possible, uh, by which, of course, students trust you, so do your colleagues?
4: Uh, that, that was a very good question. I, I really like about that one. And uh, the the first point, uh, yeah, I, I have always told, I've been always told that uh, half of teaching is acting. And I really believe that. But acting can cause some problems. Uh, that uh, is not the way that we can gain trust. And the the students in the class are going to be able, must be able to trust their teachers to be not just a teacher, but a friend. And uh, just uh, trying to be yourself and not putting on an act during the class, I believe is the key to understanding, to make a good relationship with the students. But there is a point that I cannot neglect. One of the most important aspects, one of the most important uh, cases that, as a teacher, I, I have always paid attention to, is my students' body language. Uh, not not just uh, seeing if they are yawning or getting bored or things like that, but the way they sit in class. Uh, I don't know how how uh, uh, they are how attentive they are in the class is uh, something is is really a, a big deal to me, and uh, just sometimes uh, in some classes uh, we we see that some students uh, are not paying enough attention, and ju- that is just understood through the body language, because they are never going to tell you about that. So, reading the students' body language, of course, I believe is a very, very important factor uh, to make the students involved, to get them go on to in the class. And unfortunately, that is a point that has always been neglected by teachers.
1: Mm, great, 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 great. Yeah, I mean, being genuine uh, and accepting that, you know, you're a human being, you don't have to be uh, perfect. And you don't have to pretend that, uh, you know, you know, all the answers. Uh, and you're just a human being and you interact with them. And I believe that's a great point. When you're genuine. Of course, uh, people can trust you and uh, they can also be trusted. And I believe that's perfect. So you're saying that being, um, I don't know, uh, being trustworthy and genuine uh, is the key in order to be able, in order to uh, form good and healthy relationships. Is that so?
4: Definitely. You can say that again. And uh, from time to time, letting the students joke with you or even even... Uh, make fun of you in in a class is is uh, that doesn't go a long way and uh, that that is going to build uh, that is going to build that uh, good atmosphere in the class so the, the students are going to see you as a human being and not as a robot or as a computer or as uh, let's say uh, internet who knows the answer to all the questions.
1: Mm-hmm yeah yeah perfect so uh i believe you no know, two three months ago i was talking to a colleague i was talking to mike griffin and uh and uh he told me that one of the best ways in order to uh develop is to talk to your fellow teachers and ask them uh, in order to uh tell you what they think of the things you do and then uh i believe another colleague said oh that can also backfire because some of our colleagues and fellow teachers are too critical and even toxic to some extent. Uh, When it comes to uh, teaching and uh, when it comes to our colleagues, to some extent, do you think that's a good idea to talk about this passion, to talk about teaching, to talk about language pedagogy, teaching pedagogy to other teachers who may or may not have the same passion and the same attitude towards teaching? Do you think that's a good idea to talk to them?
4: Uh, I believe talking uh, and communicating is always a good thing. and uh, But it, it needs to be controlled. To be honest, I gained some of the greatest ideas on how to plan my lessons uh, was gained by uh, talking to uh, some of my friends and colleagues. And, uh, you know, we, we started from, you know, I, I can remember from time to time, uh, some of my friends uh, came to me and said, Monsen, I have no idea on how to teach this lesson in my class. I have no plan. I don't know what to do. And uh, so we had to just have a conversation about it. And at the end of that uh, conversation, then we came up with some, let's say, uh, fascinating Ideas that I personally enjoy whenever I think about them, and I really enjoy uh, the classes that these uh, these uh, tasks, let's say, are uh, performed. So I, I I believe definitely talking uh, to other guys, uh, to other people who especially are enthusiastic about what they're doing, about their teaching, about about teaching can be definitely fruitful. And it, it, it must not be ignored, in, in my opinion
1: yeah yeah I believe so yet I believe you know you also agree that we should be careful who we talk to because uh there are plenty of people out there like teachers or i mean some staff educators that uh despite the fact that they are teachers and they teach uh teach uh, they teach uh students and also they uh teach other teachers and trainers uh and they are somehow senior in their job yet. They do not possess a very positive outlook when it comes to teaching and they may somehow be energy drainers who can simply devastate and deplete your uh, enthusiasm and they can do it so well that you'll be amazed. Uh, Great. So right now, Mohsen, I'm going to ask you one more question, which I believe is really, really, really challenging. When do you think it is know. enough? I mean, uh, how long do you think you'll be like teaching and then come up with the idea that, okay, I'm done with teaching, that's enough. I am going to just retire or I am going to be doing something different. When, and please tell me, how that moment is going to be like. Okay, that
4: was... That was uh first for me, that was the first time I I, I am asked this question, and uh, I, I, I have never thought of that, to be honest, but I, I believe uh, that when, when working is fun, it is a game. I, I can remember one of my uh, teachers at high school was uh, once talking to us about a survey he had made, and uh, he said that I he he said that he had gone to a bank once and he started to have a conversation with uh, some guys some people just normal guys and uh, he mentioned talking to a woman uh, that he was working uh, he was occupied in a job and he was uh, making good money and uh, my my teacher said that he had asked that woman how old she was and the the person uh, the person's answer was quite shocking she was uh, let's say 40 and she looked like she was 50 uh, i mean she looked 10 years older than what really she was and uh, he mentioned that he asked he talked to another man and uh, asked him how old he was uh, the man's answer was uh, very interesting because uh, he said that he was, let's say, 45 years old, but he looked, uh, he seemed to be, let's say, 35. And uh, but he was not making a lot of money in, in his job. The point was that the man loved his job, and uh, that was the moment that his job and career changed to a game for him. And uh, this is what I have always kept in my mind. I have always tried to uh, make my career, make my job a game. uh, That I enjoy doing it. Every day, every day that I am going to work, I I feel like I am playing some games that are so enjoyable to me. and I never want them to finish. Uh, If it was not just because of tiredness, I would have continued. Uh, my, I, I would continue my working uh, non-stop. And uh, yeah, that, that is uh, actually what I have done. And I to, to be honest, uh, I never, I've never i never thought of quitting teaching. And uh, yes, I, I think I am going to do it for my whole life, even if I get retired. And I, I, I can swear to God that is absolute truth and honesty.
1: Fantastic. And I believe that is a really, really wise decision, my friend, to be honest. Fantastic, Mohsen. It was genuinely and literally one great, illuminating discussion, to be honest. I myself learned a lot. And I do know for a fact that people listening to you talking about teaching and how you became a teacher and how you look at teaching as a profession and career uh, also had a great deal of fun. And thank you very much. Keep doing what you're doing. You are yourself a huge source of inspiration, honestly. Uh, and uh, we need more teachers like you for our society, for our world. Because when you love what you do and you love every single day, you, you love every single day that you work, of course you're going to inspire very many to do the same thing. And, and you know, what, it, uh, what uh, I got to talk about, I mean... It is. It is not. It is not a privilege to be doing what you truly love. It is a right. However, very many fail to take action, and or they may lack the courage to say, "Hold on a second. What I'm doing is not what I'm, uh, in fact, good at, or what I have been created for. I got to go and do something uh, totally different." Anyways, Mosen, thank you very much. It was great talking to you. Hope uh, we can talk about teaching much more later I'm going to say goodbye
4: thank you it it was a pleasure spending uh, time with you and all the fantastic people who were listening to us and I wish you a very very good night
1: thank you thank you thank you fantastic so it was great and uh you know i mean it's always a great idea to talk to people who love their jobs so let's go for one more cheering i mean come on that's perfect again very many may think that i am being a little too idealistic oh that's not how it works that's not how the cookie crumbles it is what it is teaching is just a job of course it is a job of course it is uh but more than that it is a profession more than that it is a career a platform that can help you help people bring out the best in themselves and uh it is i believe uh a great job to help people thrive and fulfill their potential again loving what you do shouldn't be a privilege it is a right that you gotta uh, i mean have you know you're entitled to do what you truly love yet unfortunately uh since we uh have since we grew up in different families and in different cultures of course we are told to do this to do that not to do this not to do this uh and we end up doing things we aren't passionate about at all anyways that was uh teachers talk radio that you're listening to everybody my name is Hadi fat you can follow uh us on twitter uh which i believe is a great idea uh, you can follow us on twitter at tt radio 2022 and you can also follow me on twitter hardy 18 and uh, and it was great talking to you hope uh, i can talk to you again about that uh, next week, and I am always, um, you know, super excited to know about your uh, thoughts and ideas. So please always tune in, call in, and let us know what you think. Anyways, everybody, hope you enjoyed the lesson and uh, and the great things that Mosen, in fact, uh, you know, brought up. And uh, I mean, it was great, honestly. I, I did myself. I, I I did learn a lot, and. Uh, now, I hope you also had a great deal of fun. Anyways, I got to say goodbye. Wish you nothing but the best. Keep moving, keep having fun, and keep teaching, right? Hope to talk to you really soon. Till then, goodbye, everybody.
0: You've been listening to Teachers Talk Radio. Tune in live and listen back at ttradio.org.